Hello, my lovelies. These are going to be your Sagittarius messages. Is it for Sagittarius season? Is it for December monthlies? I have no idea. I talk about it in the outro. I talk about time in the outro. But before we get into all of that, let me say a very big happy birthday to Sagittarius. I was committed to getting some messages out for Sagittarius season. Uh, you'll see me shuffling the cards on the screen right now if you're watching this as a video. Um, but I hope, wish you a wonderful solar return. Um, amazing things. I feel amazing things. I finally feel Sagittarius energy and I haven't. I'm recording this on Sunday the 3rd of December. Um, and yeah, I, it hasn't felt very Sagittarian. And because it didn't feel very Sagittarian, it felt even worse, right? But I got into the Sagittarian vibe yesterday. So here I am ready to do these messages. Please stick around for the outro. There's information on there because it's the last week to book a reading with me. Um, how you can help support me. And I talk a little bit about time because time's been a bit weird. I don't know if you've noticed, but there's been some weird stuff going on with time. So we'll talk about that in the outro. But I swear to you, so I'm going to say this now just to put it out there as an intention. I'm saying the sad reading because it's the message for everyone to watch, right? Which is I, I sat there, I quietly sat, I lit my candle. I sat there and I sent up a little prayer to daddy jupiter who is ruler of this season right and i said please and you know jupiter's in bloody taurus and we'll be going direct this month as well so hey come on jupiter and i was like please daddy jupiter can you like help me try to get like half hour readings out there just help me to get to the core and jupiter's the wrong planet to do this with why is that? Because Jupiter expands, right? It's a gas giant, which is why you kind of gas on and ramble. That's why I talk so much. Um, now, I'm not going to blame Jupiter for that. I have a Sag rising, but that's not why I do it. Um, Aquarius, my Mercury and everything. Um, but yes, you know, so I did do that. I'm going to do my level best. I'm going to try to get to the core energy of the message and convey that. Now, I always honour the message. So if it takes me an hour to do the reading I will do it for an hour but the reason I wanted it just for 30 very practical so this is why I'm hoping Jupiter and Taurus is going to help with this very practical of I want to get these up it is the 3rd of December the sun is more than a third of the way through Sagittarius and even if it's the December monthly it's the 3rd of December we're three days into the month so I just want to get it done because I know what my week looks like. And if these don't get done today, Sunday, right? If that I don't get as many as I can done today, um, they won't go up. And then it's weird. Uh, I'm going to use this word. It, there's a very kind of constipated, energetic feeling when there's like messages that are blocked up. It's just the way it works. Um, any of you that read, then you know what I'm talking about. So anyway, I'm going to let myself finish pulling the cards there. Pray for me, guys. Send out your intentions. You know, time is a bit of a weird thing. Even though I have already recorded this, I can, you know, all of it. What, what is that movie? Um, everything, everywhere, all at once or whatever. So, you know, let's go with that. Right. So you can see the first card out. Were, oh, um, let me talk about the cards that fell out before I forget. Because I will forget once I get into the reading. The Nine of Cups flew out when I was shuffling and the Chariot. And Nine of Cups is a Jupiter card already. So I took that as a blessing from Jupiter saying that he's going to help me. Um, I don't know how because it's already like nearly four minutes in. <laughs> I haven't even started the reading yet. Bear with me. So that's the Jupiter card. And then the Chariot came out, which is um, Cancer, right? It's moving ahead, moving forward, but it's Cancer. Now, 
when I do readings, just to give you a little bit of a peek behind the curtain, if I'm reading for Sag and Cancer energy comes up, that's your eighth house. That's about boundaries. That's going to be all of that wonderful eighth house stuff that comes up. And then looking at the cards that have come out, there is there is stuff about that. There is stuff about, you know, what's keeping you restricted? What's keeping you stopped and kept in place? Um, is it time, like literal, literal interpretation of Nine of Cups and Chariot? Is it time to get moving and acting on your wishes, your dreams, on what you're grateful for, what you want more of? You know, the wonderful stuff, the heart's desire. Is it time to get moving on that? So let's begin right there. Okay, so we have the, have I finished shuffling on screen? Oh yes, I have. I was waiting for my hand to show up. Um, so the Mists of Avalon we have coming up for you first and foremost. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm going to try to keep this one succinct, right? But I will read you the keywords, the little phrase that comes up for it, and then the message. I won't read the story behind it. So it's number 15. Number 15 always brings up the devil for me. Again, what's holding you back? What's holding you back, Saj? And that's all of us, right? This season. And here's another part of the story that's a message for this season is I almost used the hero's journey for this. I was going to use this deck last weekend. I started using um, the Mists of Avalon Oracle, which you can see here. It's an amazing deck. I usually pull it out for like Gemini Sag reading. So it's a story, right? That storytelling part. Then I went for the hero's journey. Now that deck didn't really gel well. And so I decided to use this and this one feels right. But think about the hero's journey. And I know why the hero's journey, the Oracle deck didn't work because it gives you different parts of the hero's journey when across the board, we're all at the beginning. We're all at the beginning, no matter what you're doing in your life, no matter what your interests are right now, no matter how you're feeling, you are at the beginning of your hero's journey. So I feel like that was all that um, that Oracle deck had to give me was that message. And I'm sharing it with you right here. OK, so number 15, the Mists of Avalon. Keywords, illusion, transformation, boundary. See that, Cancer, eighth house? Enchantment. The mists of enchantment are guardians of hidden realms and doorways to mysterious, mysterious secret place, secret places. Here's the message. Be awakened to the call of destiny. You are enchanted with the potential of what your life could look like with a renewed appreciation of life. Listen to your inner voice. You have the magic inside you to manifest joy, success and satisfaction. Now, that does that sound like the Nine of Cups? When that came up, yes, it does, right? So it's being awakened to the call of destiny. Now, anyone that's familiar with Joseph Campbell's The Hero's Journey, that's the call, right? The call to action, the call to embark on this quest, the call to embark on your new story. Um, and how do we do that if we take that literally with Sagittarius? We aim for the target, whatever we're aiming for. Sagittarius is the centaur, it is the archer. And so you pull back on that bow and arrow and some of it may be that we'll be kind of reflecting and going back. Um, I mean, have a look here. Sag got judgment as a focus. So this is the review. However, I think it's not, we're not doing that. That's not going back. I think we did that in Scorpio season. We did that at the beginning of this season, which is maybe why I'm coming in now because we've already done that. Maybe the last 10 days has been that for you of reviewing and looking back over this. You're, t you're ready to be reborn. I mean, what's being reborn here is temperance. 
that comes up with it, right? Now, let's add to that. We got Dragonfly from the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit. And here's the key, for, I mean, here's the phrases for this. Master of light, illusion and the mind. The dragonfly is an ancient, and oh, that's the air element, by the way. The dragonfly is an ancient and ethereal creature that awakens a sense of wonder in all. The dragonfly is a symbol of the mind as it is always moving, shifting, shimmering and changing. When the dragonfly card appears, it's worth considering the quality of your mind and perception. Are they restless or still, dreamlike or crystal clear? The situation at hand may be different than it appears at first glance. And there's a lot of Mercury stuff that comes up around that. As I'm reading this, I can think of Mercury. The dragonfly reminds us to calm the mind so the light of wisdom can shine through. When in balance, sees clearly, joyful, magical. When out of balance, can't concentrate, busy mind. To bring into balance, focus on the breath. Right. I can tell you immediately in this reading, it's showing you what why you can't see clearly where you're going. Ten of Wands with the Knight of Swords. That's a busy mind, right? So it's a very, I mean, thank you, Jupiter. <laughs> you heard my praise, but you can kind of see it coming up. Now, I'm keeping this, even though I've talked a bit about the astrology, and I do want to talk about Mercury because Mercury was in your sign, has now moved into Capricorn, but will be back. I think Mercury goes retrograde to the 13th, I think, in the UK, 12th, 13th, depending on where you are in the world. And Mercury will be back, right? So we're going to revisit this you know, whatever's coming up, we revisit it, we reflect on it, we revalue it, we do all the re's around it. But I want to take you somewhere before that. And I don't know if it's because of all the personal readings that I've been doing. There's a, my intuition is even more heightened than it was before. Maybe it's just Saturn going direct or maybe it's just me. I don't know. But we have, going back to Gemini season. I want you to think back to Gemini season. That was six months ago. There was a full moon in Sagittarius. There was a story that ended for you back in Sagittarius, uh, back in Gemini season. That story ended, but you may have not been able to physically end that story at that time. You know, at that time, maybe it was a truth that made itself apparent. Maybe it was a different way of, you know, not even that you knew what the thing was, Gemini season, but you had an inkling that, you know, there's a feeling here, the story's changed, that story's changed, right? So as in, I'm not this loud person anymore. I'm not a single person anymore. You know, whatever it was, whatever the truth was, and it was around who we are. I'm not that person anymore. Especially I think North Node moving into Aries, all of this came about, but the expression of that has been lacking, right? It may have just been an idea. It's the expression of that has been lacking. How do I know that? Because we have the lovers coming up here and we have the page of cups. I think that's how I'm going to keep this straight. I'm going to just give you the messages and not explain so much um, why it's coming up. But that's what I get from the page of cups and the lovers. That's when you realise that, that page, in a page inside of you, there was a feeling. Now, when we have that kind of level of feeling with the page of cups, I mean, on one end of the spectrum, we call the page of cups the puppy love, right? It's the inner child. But think about a child. They don't always have the words to explain why they feel the way they feel. And we as adults, we understand, you know, an angry child having a tantrum, you know, if you ask it what's wrong, it's going to tell you that someone broke its crayon or, you know, something like that. But you know, it's because the kid missed, its, missed his or her nap, 
right and so that that's what i mean so something became apparent in gemini season that's the past that we're looking at where does that lead us now so we've got this page of cups and it's interesting because he comes up over here and he comes up over here as well we have the king of cups coming up now immediately because you are a future focused um sign sagittarius we look forward in sagittarius season what's over there is the sagittarius energy um the search the quest right to go discover something the truth seeker and that little page of cups if you think you have a king of cups in you you have a queen of cups in you you have a knight of cups and you have a page of cups we have all of them no matter what sign you are your overprotective king of cups right in a way looked at the page of cups and the page of cups is doing this and it's, instead of like and this is where it can work against you being forward facing instead of just saying okay so what's going on little page of cups all right i get it like delving into that it went into well what does that mean for the future well if i feel this way you know if this person bores the shit out of me does that mean i have to leave them does that mean i have to you know do whatever now the other thing i get from this is your emotional mastery up until this point has been around managing your emotions about the future now that's not a good or bad thing that is a neutral statement some people manage their fears about the future um by drinking right by partying by by doing whatever by being very destructive like very destructive ways of avoiding of you know not having to face this future i mean that's the thing with judgment we're facing the future well so we're coming in with this awareness knowledge something that came up a feeling that came up back in gemini season and now we're using our emotional mastery because just because you have emotional mastery you can still use it in different ways right i mean think about someone who's tech savvy and really good at doing stuff they can use it for cyber security or they can become a hacker right it they've got the same knowledge um but how do they use it and so you have been using that emotional stuff this is worrying about the future your fears about the future now why is that because it's the knowledge, High Priestess, of the instinct or the intuition, knowing that I'm going to have to step forward physically, Knight of Pentacles. I physically have to make a move to take one step forward. This is all stuff that you know. And yet, other than the Knight of Pentacles, who does move slowly, who does go one step at a time, right? You haven't really been able to do anything about this or to act on your emotion, especially not in the way that you're comfortable doing it, right? This kind of overthinking the stuff does, it doesn't work for you, right? And that's when, why the dragonfly comes up. That's when we start getting lost in our illusions and what's going on. And, you know, um, what do I even want? Do I really even want that? Is it healthy to want that? What's the story behind that? We start philosophizing every aspect of the stuff that's coming up. so your relationship with your fears of the future and your emotional intelligence right there's been some kind of uh, uh these are on the one end i'm going to say there's been an unhealthy relationship here right using your emotional intelligence to just worry about the future or to project how you deal with fears of the future um on the other end of the spectrum this may be that you know you'd be making the most out of the fears of the future so i don't want to just give you one like negative of this because it doesn't have to be we've all been using it in different ways the other end of the spectrum is that you have because you're emotionally intelligent you are able to now look to the future 
and say, yeah, this is what I'm afraid of. Because we looked at that in the weekly, right? Where we are now aware of why we're afraid, where those fears come up. And it's like, I think I've got the goods to be able to deal with this. And the reason I'm not going to focus too much just on that, and it's very easy for me to give you those positive messages. And even if you're not there at the positive message, that's what is possible. So I do want to give it a little bit, but I really want to speak to those people who may be struggling with this, who don't see the light at the moment. There's a few. I had some very difficult conversations with people over the past week. I know some people are really struggling. Some people are off and running, right? And that's no judgment. And I would really, I mean, I've seen it, some of the people that are off and running in um, my life at the moment. Um, it, I mean, it shouldn't shock me, and I, I, but it does in a way of, you know, the people that sat with you when you were in your dark periods that you've got no time for them now right? You've got no time for them. And so I do, and I know why, they're not judging them, but they're trying to protect this newfound enthusiasm or excitement. And like being in the darkness, they're afraid that they'll get stuck in the darkness again. You know, if you get a glimpse of sunlight, you don't want to go back into the darkness. So understand that collectively, none of this is good or bad. We're all using these energies in very different ways. And so, you know, the other thing is you're coming up with a plan, Knight of Pentacles, right? You're coming up with a plan of how to act on this intuition. And some of those fears may be really real, as in, you know, you have an inkling that they're going to have, there's going to be layoffs at work. You you know that, right? You know, no one's told you, but your gut feeling is that's going to happen. That you can sit and worry about that, get stuck in analysis paralysis. I don't know what to do. Is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? What's going to happen? Or you can say, right, whether it does or whether it doesn't, I need to come up with a plan. I can't deal with this level of uncertainty in my career or this uncertainty around my income. Do you see how that works? So that's the same energy, but we interpret it in different ways. Now, why that gut feeling or that intuition? I don't want to discount it. Like, know the difference. Know the difference. This also gives you that. Um, Nine of Swords is fears of the future. High Priestess is intuition about the, like, and I always say this. This actually clarifies it. Your, your emotional intelligence tells you if it's a fear about the future, right? And you'll know it's your intuition because you know the next step. Even if you don't want to take it, you know what the next step is, what I need to do, right? Knight of Pentacles. If you're stuck in analysis paralysis, that's the Nine of Swords talking, not the High Priestess. Now, why am I saying that? Because we have the High Priestess as the central energy. Um, so she's come up twice in this reading of what we're focused on. Now, it's the expression. What do you do when you get that inkling? What do you do? Um, I talk about this. That poem's been coming up a lot. You know, Rudyard Kipling's If. You know, if you can keep your head while all those are losing theirs around you. right? That might be a sense of it. And that's the beauty of Sagittarius. That's why Sag is always so optimistic. Because being in the moment, being mindful of where we are, we can get lost to think, oh God, like this, everything's screwed. But Sag is that thing of, well, what's over there though? There could be something else over there. That's where the optimism comes from, the curiosity of what's over there. What's going to happen tomorrow? What do we do next week? You know, it doesn't have to just be here, even though you're rooted in the here and now. So the expression of the intuition or your gut feeling that you have, that is expressed in a different way. How is it expressed in a different way? Well, if you're a Sagittarius sun, Sag rising, this is a rebirth. It's a new year that begins for you. And you go around your chart if you're a Sag rising um you know and it's if it's your birthday a new solar year for you a new um trip around the sun and that's what we see here 
judgment and temperance. So temperance is, I'll tell you what's being reborn, how you use the knowledge that you have of the experiences that you've had. That's what this says, how you use it. And that's coming through your gut, it's filtered through your gut. So if you've been an analysis paralysis person of like, no, I need to plan it. I need to have, you know, an idea of this. No, this isn't that. This is where judgment is to review. We've gone through it. And you know, the King of Cups is coming up because you've had one hell of a Scorpio season, haven't you, Sagittarius? I think everyone has. I'm talking to Sag, I guess, in this reading. And that's why Pluto's coming up here. Pluto you know, Pluto's moving from your second house of values and finances and stuff into your third. So how you think, right? What you do with information is the axis that you're a part of. That's why this Gemini energy is coming up. So you draw a line under the past and you face the future without fear. And how you do that is temperance, right? Moderation, balance, which is which information you take and keep and what you do with it. That's wisdom. Which one of these cards talked about wisdom, right? Coming from wisdom, hearing wisdom, dragonfly. That's how you do this, is knowing that I've been reborn. What has been reborn is there is more than one way to use the knowledge that I have. And, you know, temperance is very much related to the magician. But I feel like temperance is more of an embodiment of it. Where, you know, the magician is more about, okay, this is what I know, separate from us, right? And this is the tools that I have. Like, everything's kind of all these different parts that we're baking a cake and then it's how we take all of that and what we do with it to create something that's ma magician but in temperance we embody it all it's our feelings it's our action that we want to take and we embody it and so if you use that cake baking example it's less about the ingredients it's less about the 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 cakes that you have or whatever but it it's more about the philosophy behind right cake making and your awareness of you know I've made 50 million different types of muffins and you know I think I'm a bit sick of making muffins I'm going to take what I know about muffin making and I'm going to maybe make cupcakes now or you know I'm going to go into savory foods um you know breakfast muffins or something you know something different that's savory not sweet stuff so that's the difference of it it's less about what we have to work with and more about who we are and how we work and yours is to do with how you listen to your gut feelings and intuition the rebirth happening there so why is that so important well it takes courage to know what you want i think this relates to that nine of cups that came up strength courage to really say this is what i want this is what i want not that you know whether it's spiritual or not whether it's whatever but it's it's the understanding of I've done this for so long, right? I've 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 kissed so many frogs, right? I know what I want for my prince. I know what I want, or what I don't even want, right? What I don't want, and I need to like go forward. This Knight of Pentacles here. You got the Fool over here. You know that's more related to your Knight of Wands energy than um, the Knight of Pentacles, who's who's more deliberate and considering this. But that busy mind. So I want to say this, and I think that comes from the Nine of Swords, which is fear. When you get the Knight of Swords, when you got the Ten of Wands, right? The Knight of Swords takes action based on his beliefs. When you believe 50 million different things, when you're holding on to, well, I could do this and I could do that. Well, I don't want to scrap that idea. I could still write that book. And 
if it sounds like I know how Sagittarius thinks, because I do that, right? So I get it of, you know, well, I could do this. And when you have a lot of interest, so this 10 of wands, it could even be interest. It doesn't have to be responsibilities. For some people, it will be. So responsibilities that you have. Well, I need to do this. I need to do that. And everyone's relying on me here and whatever. How does the Knight of Swords know how to act? What new story to begin when you are trying to tell every story? Because you can tell every story. You could tell any story that you wanted to tell about yourself. You know, there's loads of things that you could be good at. There's loads of things that you, you know, you're jack of all trades. Sagittarius can, can do that. But when it comes to taking one precise step and moving forward, like saying, this is who I am. This is why you can't see the path ahead. Because you're trying to carry it all. Sagittarius was the one that taught me this interpretation of the Ten of Wands. And Ten of Wands is a Sagittarius card. It's Saturn in Sagittarius. So we want integrity in Sagittarian um, aspects. And yes, you may have to, you know, put the music career on hold for a little while. Or, you know, the writing career to the side. Or, you know, um, whatever it is. Whatever one of those ones is. But take one and you take that one and you act on that one, you know, have full faith in that one. Right now, here's the other thing. Again, let's go back to this bit. It isn't even about the one that you pick. It's in your ability to show up as the person that is needed to make that happen. Do I need to say that again? Right. So it isn't about the wand that you pick. It isn't about the music career. It isn't about the um etsy store or the whatever right it isn't about any of that it isn't about the relationship it isn't about dating or any of that it is about your ability to be that character or to be that hero that is all that is that you know um is the core of this message really because this is this can become an illusion think about that if you say well you know and I've, I've, I mean, the fool says this and I've said it before loads of times. I did, I did a video on it. I posted it as a post on Instagram as well. That when we, when we could do anything, that's the fool. Hey, when you could do anything, you could be anything. You could go ahead and do anything, right? Unless you pick something, it's, it's nothing. It's null and void. You know, every single story just becomes noise. It is not a story. If you had a character that was everything, everything, right? They, they, they don't have a character. And that's the choice of us. That's that. What do I believe? What is my belief? So I'm going to take action on that thing. And only you will know what that is. But it's related to who you are and how you show up and saying, this is who I am now. Now, what does that mean? Six of Cups. This is where we have made peace with the past, right? We've made peace with it. There's a lot of Scorpio energy coming up, you know, with the King of Cups, um, the Six of Cups. This is Sun in Scorpio. So consider this. And maybe that's saying that, hey, like, you know, this will be take us into next year. Uh, I won't go as far as um, Sun, in Sun in Scorpio. But it, it's long term. We're doing this for a while now. This is a new version of us that's coming up. Who is that person that you're becoming? Who is it? Who is the person that goes ahead? These two cards explain it very well. It's the version of you that you've been avoided. It's the one that you think is the riskiest. It's the one that 
you have no idea how people are going to react to that version of you it's the one that is the most polarizing it is the one that's probably be the most disruptive in your life it's the one that when that version of you shows up emperor and it's about creating something new remember what i said if sag gets cancer it's eight house. if sag gets aries what's that so, and you got leo over here as well right so when you get leo that's your ninth house that's your beliefs that's what i'm talking about your beliefs over here i said i wasn't going to explain everything but hey it's a habit um but aries is your fifth house north node is there what you what are you creating what is that self-expression and it is the riskiest one how do i know this because you have the seven of swords and you have the four they're both cards of risk So, and think about this, six of cups. If you made peace with the past, you don't have all the old reasons for why you can't be that way. You just don't have them. And there's a childlike energy with this. Page of Cups says that. Strength says that. Six of Cups says that. You know, if you're afraid that people might say, oh God, Saj, haven't you grown up yet? If you're afraid of growing up yourself, right? Or if you don't want to be seen as immature or whatever, those would be reasons that you've avoided showing up as who you are be who you are be that version of you that you believe in the most that you have been avoiding it's an illusion that you're not that person it's an illusion that you know uh, if you believe in that part of yourself but you haven't shown the world yet perfect opportunity to do that right here we have the seven of wands this is what i mean this is this is what i stand for now i do believe the weekly that i did or i forget what i call it, peacock light peacock light the sevens came up and you got the seven of swords here so this is what you've been avoiding right the risk you don't want to take um and that then what would that say i am um the version of myself that it is worth the risk it's worth the risk if i get to be who i am that I've never been before. And you might have had a, it's a second chance for some of you to be that version of yourself. And with the seven of wands now, this is, this is what I stand for. And, and why is this person willing to face like potentially six wands coming at them? Why? Because they believe in where they are. That's a Mars in Leo um, card. You've got Mars in your sign. So this is taking a stand for what you believe in. Belief is coming up massively for you, but it would do. you got bloody saturn in pisces in your fourth house so now what so if you can use your king of cups to come up to face the fears of the future and to face well, what if this happens and what if that happens right even in the most po positive way um and i can relate to that where i will come up with the worst case scenario and then i use my king of cups to right make peace with that say all right i can make peace with that i can accept that even i'll face those consequences if they happen hope it doesn't happen but I can, I'm willing to take that risk to do this, right? That risk-taking aspect of Sag, of Aries especially as well. But now you're not doing that. You're not using your King of Cups to pick something specific. With the Fool, it's to take the risk that anything could happen. It's the ultimate... I don't want to say battle cry because it's not a battle. Or maybe it is because Mars is there, right? That it's the ultimate kind of... I can do this. I can do whatever comes up. Yes, my King of Cups has been overprotective of my Page of Cups, maybe kept my Page of Cups safe or done whatever, Not you know, so I don't have to feel stuff in the past. But now, because I can do that, 
right? Any door that you can lock, anything that you can shut down, you, you also have the key to open it up fully. So this is the same muscle, the same mus muscle that you've used to push stuff away. You're now using it to pull it towards you. Well, you know, and it's the same muscle. It's, it's been strengthened by the pushing away. But now you use that King of Cups. Trust that. You trust that. It doesn't matter what I leap into. It doesn't. This is a risk. I get that it's a risk. But I know what I stand for. And I get to express that in wherever I leap into. Whatever I leap into. And... I have the emotional intelligence, I have the emotional mastery to identify what I'm feeling and that becomes my divine satnav, right? It's it's almost like, what was that lonely planet? Do you remember those lonely planet guides? I'm using a sad example. The King of Cups is your lonely planet guide for wherever you end up. And, you know, I talked about Gemini season here, but then I wonder what happened for you in Cancer season. What was Cancer season like? I know that Venus retrograde in Leo kind of threw everyone for a loop, right? So maybe you haven't had a chance to fully bring this out. Oh, I know why that's coming up now. We got a full moon in Cancer next. Okay, that makes sense. So maybe this is a December reading then. So full moon in Cancer is massive for you around your boundary. Like, and I think it's about what boundaries you don't need. And I want you to consider this of the choices that you do not make, right? And it because you leave them open, you're like, well, I, I could make that choice. That's a security blanket in some ways. If you could do it at some point, then it's still that hope of like, I'll get it done. Yeah, I'll get it done one day. But when you pick it and say, right, this is the plan. I'm going to act on this right now. I'm going to start speaking this out there. I'm going to start talking about this. I'm going to, this is what I'm planning and going forward. Then you drop all of that. And this guy can't see shit as he's going forward. And you have to be able to see where you're going because that's what you aim for, right? So that, I think, is your message. That's what I will say to you. Just around these boundaries, though, your boundary isn't so much with other people. I want to be clear here. I mean, some of that might, might have come up. You just had a full moon in your seventh house, right? So I get that might be it. But the point of this is not what boundaries you need with other people. It's the shield that you put up. I can tell you this, sometimes we can use work or whatever it is that's going on in our life and stuff. So we don't have to connect with people, right? We use, no, no, I've got too much going on or I'm going to my French class or I'm going to go do this class, right? I've got too much going on around this. I want you to be honest with yourself. Where are you maybe using productivity or hobbies or interests or all of this kind of stuff to, to you know, because you because you don't want to it's the courage part because then you you'd have to really face what you really want and that is a part of this and i think once you embrace that and believe in your ability to be the person who can get this done you will get it done there you go sagittarius those are your messages um i have got an outro so i'm going to hand you over to me in the outro right now hello lovely people before you leave i just have a couple of messages that i want to share with you First and foremost, you only have this week until the 9th of December. So if you're watching this after the 9th of December, sorry, that ship has sailed. Um, this is the last week that you can book a personal reading with me. My calendar, you, you won't find any slots available for this week because I'm fully booked. But my calendar is open until the 19th. So if you think you might want a reading at the beginning of next year, you know, for the kind of road ahead, I've got this kind of 12 week reading that's been really popular. 
and that is up at like a ridiculously low price and there's a 10% discount in the, the description um you can do that you can use that for for this week but I'll be taking no more bookings I physically won't be able to take any more bookings after the 9th of December so make sure that you do that this week so there's that first and foremost secondly I want to say this so I don't usually do this right the discord community you usually have to send a message via my website it's a bit of a screening um process but I mean what kind of people watch my videos it's not like it's youtube and i've got like you know tens of thousands of strangers watching my videos so i want to say this if you've thought about joining the discord community server and you haven't done so yet and you know it's there is a link in the description of this video or this podcast wherever you're listening to this where you can click it you know create a, a discord account you know with your username you can have your username as whatever you want and if you know hey have it as the comment on the video if you want if um then i can spot you and i know who you are but you're welcome to come and join the discord community server that link is only going to be functional and working until the end of december from january we're going to go back to the old system so let's see um who joins one of the things about having done this for so long having been parts of communities for even longer than that is there are cycles I've, I've seen it in the when people approach like, there's a, a whole group of people they'll tell you oh I found you in 2016 I found you in 2017 and always around the same time so these waves I've seen that and I do think that you know as whenever I make changes a new wave of people come in and I've seen it on the discord server like it, it's been a bit quiet lately which isn't a bad thing I, I hey I'm a big believer in ebbs and flows right so Please don't feel like, you know, that you're, I'm going to be new and everyone kind of knows each other and does whatever. You may be just the breath of fresh air that that community needs. You may be the new blood that is needed to take the community in a new direction. Communities aren't anything in and of themselves. Like a relationship isn't anything in and of itself. It is what its members, so the people in the relationship or the people in that community, they, it, it is what people make it think about that consider that you know there's a lot around being authentic and showing up and listening for truth and all that if you watch the weekly that you know that's a perfect place for you to do it so like I said link in the description if you would like to do that it's one hell of an end to the year and I know I you know I'm recording this on the 3rd of December like you know the sun's more than a third of the way through Sagittarius and as I'm probably said at the beginning I haven't done any of the readings yet but as I probably will say at the beginning of this that you know it's they're just these are messages for the science because I I do feel there are messages for the science I have no problem saying oh god I'm not doing readings this this month Uh, but I know I can feel it when there's messages and when there aren't and there are messages so I'm going to share them. Please don't get too caught up on if they're like, Sag- are they Sagittarius season messages? Are they December messages? Are they timeless messages? They can be whatever the hell you want them to be, right? But they are messages that, that I have for you. Um, so hopefully, I mean, you've obviously just watched one if you're listening to this. Um, I hope it resonates. What I've tried to do, and I'll explain this at the beginning of the Sagittarius. I'll go into it in the beginning of the Sagittarius message, because that's the one that everyone needs to watch. If you only watch one, which is too late now, but um, watch the Sag one. I I don't know how long this video turned out to be, but I literally sat and prayed to Jupiter saying, please, you know, Daddy Jupiter, please. (laughs) Like, can you try to make these as succinct as possible? Give me the core message that I can deliver to people 
because I, I I don't have the time, right? And that's Saturn in Pisces. Saturn having on direct in Pisces. There's a lot around time that's coming up. I've seen time management coming up in readings. I've seen how we use our time. The sense of time, time rushing by. I don't have enough time. You know, all of these things. I've, and ex- I've experienced it in my own physical reality. And I think that's going to get heightened. I think if you've been kind of lost in time a little bit, you don't know where the time is going or you don't have enough time or what the hell's going on or too much time. I think Capricorn season is going to address that. That's just a sense that I've purely channeled message there. Uh, but obviously, when it's, when it's anything to do with time, it's Capricorn and the Saturn as well. Aquarius too but the kind of time that Aquarius is dealing with is the future right that's why I would say the ancient future when it comes to Aquarius so we've got these kind of things with time coming up so that's what I'm saying don't get too caught up about what kind of time frame this is for use it for whenever you need it for and hopefully what I managed to deliver was the core message in this right I am going to I'm not even going to make plans. Let's just leave it here. I'm going to see you when I see you. I love you guys so very much. I'm already getting that kind of end of year feeling, end of an era feeling as well, I guess, with the personal readings ending. And I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who joined Aquarian Insight this year. If you found me and sent a message, or if you haven't sent a message, you've been quietly watching the videos. Thank you to everyone who has been here from day dot. And, you know, um, you've just been by my side the whole way. For those of you that kind of disappeared for a bit and came back, you know, and you kind of said, hey, it's me. I recognise you guys. Some of you are surprised that I remember you. Uh, I do remember. Sometimes I do remember people. It's shocking to me as well how, how much I remember about people, which means you obviously made an impression on me. So thank you to those of you as well. I love you guys. It's been quite the year. I'm, I'm probably going to do talks and stuff. Talking about this more, but I just felt led to say this here. And yeah, please do not forget to like, share and subscribe. It really helps, guys. I mean, that's one of the easiest ways, the freest ways that you can support the work that I do. If you like, share, subscribe, leave me a comment on the video, even if it's just an emoji, right? If you leave a comment, it all helps. Also, please everyone hold in your hearts hold send out a prayer send out some thanks um to those people that make donations because they are literally running this Aquarian insight machine i may show up and do the readings but they are the ones that allow that to happen so please send out your gratitude and your love if you love anything that i do those are the people to thank those are the people that stand at my back and allow me to do this to thank you to everyone who makes a donation to the channel there is information in the description as always on if you would like to make a donation i think there's there should be a link to stripe and to paypal there you go that's all i have to say i love you guys i'll see you next time but that's all for now goodbye